welcome to a very exciting episode of the House of MTVG. I'm Guy. And I am Buddy. And we are back from a very brief hiatus. It, you know, and I I got to take responsibility for this one. Because I, I could probably say that life, you know, and everything like that. But, dude, my brain was actually, I was like brain tied. Uh, like WandaVision really honestly, honest to God, a- up until this last week's episode, like I didn't feel, few, maybe last yeah, I didn't, right? I didn't feel like firm enough to be able to say a goddamn thing about it. I mean, there, nobody really knew what to say other than, you know, the first good. three episodes. Oh, it was good. And you knew something was going on, but you had no clue what. And then the next couple episodes have um, have shed light on that issue um, quite a bit. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so I apologize because we caught we could have recorded a show. We could have done something for you guys and given you this big, huge Wandavision rollout. But I felt that would have just been a whole lot of us hemming and hawing, trying to come up with. Uh, something to say that about a show that was a good show and it was a good take on a genre of tv that is expired and extinct um but i don't know that we could have said more so you know yeah here's this week we really wouldn't have been saying much other than oh you know they're doing they're doing the the thing with the the sitcoms and they're in the 60s and now they're in the 70s and now they're in this now they're in that Oh, they went color, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and except for the the whole, oh hey, here's here's the the helicopter in color, and here's a random beekeeper coming out of the sewers, and voices coming through the lake. There wasn't really much to talk about besides, I mean, frankly, the sitcom of it all until episodes four and five. Yeah, um, absolutely, which then ramped a good show into holy fuck. But anyway, that yeah, uh, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get we'll get there. Holy we'll get fuck, there for get sure. There. We have we have our normal our normal business to uh, to, to break to. down. And uh, I can't say yeah, there's a lot so, of news we're gonna go over, guys, because you know the truth I mean, is uh, we haven't been other, breaking down a lot of news, have we? Other and there than, really hasn't there hasn't been much news lately. That's the other thing. Um, there just really hasn't. The only the only news I feel fit to share. Is um, in the last week, uh, we lost actors Hal Holbrook and Christopher Plummer. Both passed away, both in their nineties. Uh, both so legends lots, yeah. who who, uh, who I loved their work. Um, Hal Holbrook, times, especially memories. in in my yeah. house, has a has a very special place. We watched uh, as a kid. We watched his one man show where he was Mark Twain a lot and then um as a big west wing fan he had a a role in several episodes where he played the uh like the deputy secretary of state named albie duncan and he was always just an entertaining character who uh martin sheen's president was kind of scared of it was it was and they were always humorous and well done episodes it was kind of fun um and christopher Plummer, of course i mean legend sound of music is obviously his big work but you know he uh Star Trek: The Undiscovered Country, Knives Out, most recently. Dude, uh, yeah, most you know, recent, small appearance in National Treasure. Um, I mean, his 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 filmography mm-hmm. is long, 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 and distinguished as is Hal Holbrook's. Um, two legends, 
Uh, I'm sad that they're gone, but of course their work will will outlive us all. So and they uh, hey they lived long and full lives. So you know that's that's a wonderful thing to also be able to say is they've had they had prolific acting careers that you had can look back and see a huge body of work and enjoy a whole lot of what they did. But you you can also say they made I mean nineties man. Yeah. Hats I off mean, to that well, shit. I hope. Well, I pray. and then let's and then let's contrast that with the third death. We lost oh. Dustin Diamond. Screech. Um, Screech. Who from, I know yeah, for, Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. When you and I were growing up, that was yep. that was a nine oh two one oh type show. Uh, you know, more way more lighthearted and less drama than nine oh two one oh, but it was like if you were and a teenager growing up when they did just bring it back, but they brought it back without him. Um, yeah. without Dustin. Yes. Um, and it's on the Peacock, I believe, the NBC streaming network. Street, yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, so he uh, he was diagnosed with cancer stage four not too long ago, like within the month. And yeah, I mean, just a couple weeks later, he was gone. So uh, he's always going to be remembered as Screech. Um, he entertained people for a long time long time in that role i think over 10 years he was maybe even closer to 15 he was playing screech um right so yeah he did big part of my childhood yeah big time big time and uh, yeah one of my favorite characters obviously a lot of people on the show it was like you know take your pick to what group and click part you fit into but yeah it i I, yeah that's a that's a rough one 44 yeah yeah just barely older than us yeah there you go. That's exactly right. It's like how fleeting and how quick life can be. You know, you you hope the guys make it to be the Hal's and Chris Plummer's those ages, the nineties, the Betty Whites. Um, but too often we're also reminded that it can it can happen quick and it can happen anytime, right? Absolutely. Well, um all three of those guys are legends. Uh, so may they rest in peace. Uh, and salut. now, salut. I'm gonna take a sip of coffee. And uh, what's uh, what's next on the me rock star? Uh, well, okay. Can I can I have a, a rant minute? Yeah, I am rant pissed the fuck off, away. dude. Okay, Uh-oh. this is this is not important. This is absolutely zero importance to, to anybody's who? honest to god daily life. In fact, this is probably okay. a good thing for me, mind okay. you. And I see it. That it's a good thing, and I'm still a little bit bitter. I'm. I mean, I'm on the edge of my dick. So, right. Tell me what you know. When I when I choose a beverage, not an alcoholic beverage, just a beverage, I generally grab what what kind of drink. Uh, when you're grabbing a non-alcoholic beverage, you yeah. typically will grab coffee. Coffee. Okay. The other one that I've drank, and this is for too many years, guys. I've drank too many of these damn things for too many years, so it's okay that I shouldn't be drinking them anymore. But Rockstar. People know I have. Uh, a, I have a Rockstar addiction. I really. I've had. Uh, I've had an. Uh, I've had a lot of Rockstars and Red Bulls in my day as well. But coffee is my my go to. Coffee is all. I'm never gonna get rid of coffee. Um, Rockstar, though, however, uh, coffee I, I make in my own machine. Rockstar, I don't. It's canned by some beverage company. And in t- for 20 years, their original has tasted 20 years, mind you. I mean, I swear to God, I've, maybe it's not been a lot long, 16 years. Maybe. Uh, no, longer than that, because I. I want to say I've been drinking I for was, 20 years. I was working in 
the Tri-Cities, living in Walla Walla, working in the Tri-Cities, um, when I first started drinking rock stars, cause I had to work doubles quite often. Yeah. And so I would get a break and I'd run up to a gas station and, and grab a couple to help power through. And that was in 2005, four, mm-hmm. four, five, yep. four, five. Yeah. So, you know, it's been like 15, 20 years that I've been drinking the shit and we won't talk about how much I drank, but the original formula has been consistent for the last 20 years. Bubblegum flavor. It, right, but it's a little That's bit how I would describe bitter. It. That's how I would it's describe it as bubblegum. Yeah, it, not nearly as sweet. The aftertaste wasn't sweet. It kind of had almost a sour to bitter aftertaste a little bit at the end, in which with the sweet that it did have, kind of cut it out and just mellowed it to a, like an orange juice kind of tang. M- mind you, I realize this and recognize this because I've had other energy drinks and I was like, oh God, too sweet, too sweet, too sweet. And fucking, if they didn't change the goddamn formula, dude, this is... Oh my God, really? It's sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. It's like you 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 want to talk about tasting like bubblegum. Now, it's like drinking a goddamn sugar drink. And does I it, hate uh, it does it say I, new flavor on the can? Nope, still says original. So, maybe it's just the can. Don't don't throw the company under the bus just yet. You might have gotten a weird pack. Like maybe nope. it was uh, nope. No. This is nope. I have now drank this is sadly I have I have continued drinking them for the last month hoping that you know it was just maybe a bad batch anything. It has remained consistent. It they they changed the formula. They made it a, they the sweet they made it a sweeter aftertaste. They gave it more sugary kind of substance. It is. It but is then a how? Taste but then how can they how can they call it original if they changed it? Because it's like now a, technically their original form. Not right. It's like what they classify like a, as their original formula, but not the original original formula. It's just what they it's now. They changed the original formula, and it's like it's fucked up. It's it's that makes seems me sad. To me like they're. Uh, that seems to me like they're uh, advertising uh, falsehoods here. Right? It's fucking pissing me off. All I know is I'm just, it's like, this is my last batch of Rockstar. I'm done with the shit now because oh, it's like, shit. I just, I, after 20 years, I'm going to, I'm like, fuck it because I hate how it tastes now. I just, I hate it. It's too sweet. It's, it's too well, much. Well, hey, like man, they, I mean, if you, if you hate it, you hate it. Pull the plug. Right. Seriously, I've been hoping that it would revert. I was hoping. I was hoping and praying because I really, obviously, uh, again, drank too much of the stuff for way too goddamn long. And, yep, you know, my end is not responsibility. My end is I'm pissed off because it doesn't taste the same. They changed it, and I don't like it anymore. So, that's that. Uh, I'm... I mean that, uh, yeah. I would. I that is that. Fucking hell. Well, I mean, that was I, my rant. I try to Sorry. avoid them. I try to avoid them. I drink Red Bull when I when I have to um, have an energy beverage. But uh, yeah, for the most part, I, I avoid um, such things um, and try to just stick with with coffee as much as I can. I didn't like any of the tastes of any of the other ones, and that's kind of like I always just—it's like literally the taste that I liked of the Rockstar, and that because sometimes it could—it had this almost orange juice kind of taste, kind of, 
and it just is now it's just like a fucking sugar drink like just like a monster or goddamn every other and i think pepsi bought rockstar is oh maybe that's possible that's very possible i know um it was like a year year and a half ago um i was in a grocery chain that exists out here in pennsylvania called giant eagle and we were mm-hmm. just picking up some like uh some salmon we got some salmon because they have a really good seafood case you know, mm-hmm. for the bean in the middle of the middle of Pennsylvania isn't exactly brimming with fresh, uh, fresh <laughs> seafood, you know, what? Pike Place Market style. Um, but they, you know, like they bring in, uh, man, you know, they bring in, they have salmon from Chile there from a salmon mm. farm in Chile. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it was good. It cooked up really well on my Traeger, but they had um, they had Coca-Cola energy drinks. And I was like, if this, I was like, if this tastes like Coke, I'm switching because I love Coca-Cola, especially in a can. Don't like it in a plastic bottle. Uh, We'll drink it fountain if I have to, but prefer Coke from a can, you know, the way God intended. Um, But yeah, no, it was bad. It was, it was horrible. Um, So yeah, it's either it's, it's Red Bull for me or, or nothing. And I only yeah, get a Red I mean, Bull if, like, the gas station I'm at has shitty coffee, you know? Like, if I know their coffee's bad because I've had it before, that sort of deal. If I think about Red Bull, I think of when I think, I guess I don't think of Red Bull. I haven't had one in such a long time, so I can't even remember if I thought it was too sweet. But it was one of the few others that I would drink and not be completely, like, overpowered by the sugar. Uh, I'm I'm a giant fan of Red Bull. I think it's fantastic. And by the way, none of these companies sponsor us or anything like that. So yeah, this is just us talking preferences. But but uh, yeah, um, uh, I guess R.I.P. Rockstar, right? Yeah, yeah, they were close to my heart, but <laughs> pour pour one out for your homie. Pour there one you go. Out for that was homie. it. <laughs> All right. So so you got my your rant in. Um, All right. What's so, uh, what's next on the uh, the docket? What's next on the agenda? Yeah, the docket. Oh. Well, I was thinking a rousing game of who am I? Oh my god, I haven't played this in forever. All right, what right? And last time you 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 hit me with Sigourney Weaver, and you know, dude, I was I sh- it should have been way easier than it was, but you know how I am, um, <laughs> dude, I. It's my game, and I'm I'm not the best at it, but that's okay. I don't mind. I, it's fun. There's a lot of people like I'm better than you, guy, and I'm like you, cause you are, and we want you to be. Yeah, you be a rock star. That's Fuck right. Them. You be the rock yeah, star. Yeah. So yeah, I did. I did Sigourney Weaver. So yeah, <laughs> we had a we had a we had a series of uh, of female. Uh, stars coming through because we, I mean, we had, we had realized that not consciously, but just out of, you know, maybe personal preference or love or whatever, we had kind of neglected to have uh, females as questions. And so, you know, you, uh, who did you hit me with? Who was your female uh, that you gave me? Marilyn Monroe. That's right. Marilyn, Marilyn. Monroe. You hit, you hit me with Marilyn. And so I, because we had been doing a lot of classic actors too, as that was the other you, thing. You uh, you tend to lean a little bit more towards the classics than I, I do. I mean, depending I on what, uh, depending on when you declare something to be classic or not. Um, 
It's true. I mean, it, it, you it's know, like, I are think, the 80s think, classic yet? Because I've heard no, people refer to the 80s no. rock, like start putting it in classic rock. I like, mean, I've heard 90s rock in classic rock stations. Well, okay, but classic rock is more of a style now than opposed to a timeline. A genre? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a genre as opposed to a period of time. Really? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look at that. Hat tip. And maybe, hats and off maybe, to him. And maybe even, um, maybe even go farther to say it's a select group of artists as opposed to, it's a sound. I mean, it's definitely, the yeah, classic a, rock sound is definitely a sound, you know? A sound. It's yeah, heavy, no, heavy it. guitars, heavy drums and whatnot. Um, you know, good backbeat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, we so we we've been going going that way, and well, this time, I've realized I'm shifting gears again. It's getting crazy in here. Uh, we've we've paid a lot of attention to movies and television. I mean, we've we've done Andy Griffith. We've had um, uh, John Wayne. We've had. Uh, why was I almost about to say Tom Hanks? We should do Tom Hanks though. Um, well, Tom Hanks I is mean, a phenomenal fucking guy. I mean, dude, Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, Tom Hanks. He's he's one of those classy fuck motherfuckers, dude. He's. I don't know that I would fit in a room with him because you know it's like I I feel like I would just. I feel too. You know, he's like, dude. He's just a cool guy. I'm not, have you I'm ever not worthy. have you ever seen that that Facebook post come along where it's him uh there's like some dude passed out drunk in a bar and Tom Hanks grabbed the dude's cell phone and like was taking selfies with the guy as he was passed out? <laughs> yes, I have seen though. I mean, that that's who Tom Hanks is. I Yeah. Long right? long before he was the um, long before he was the serious actor, he was in a lot of comedies in the eighties. Lots mm-hmm. of comedies, and then he took a big dramatic turn in his career. And I mean, and he's still, I mean, obviously an insanely was funny one of guy. My favorite. Was he Turner and Hooch? He was no, not, Turner and Hooch. He yes, was Turner he and was, Hooch, right? He was <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Um, oh. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, um, yeah, big and all that. And others, then Jim, and then too. Jim, Jim Belushi was what canine cop or whatever. Yeah. 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 I oh love Jim Belushi. He was just on Rob Lowe's podcast, and holy fuck, what Ooh, a fun nice. interview that was! I bet. I like it. Right? It was really fun. I mean, between the stories of, you know, about John and whatnot, and yeah. like Saturday Night Live back in the day, and you know, Bill Murray stories because you know he was in <laughs> Bill Murray's orbit, and I it was yeah. it was a very 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 entertaining podcast. I and I was a big fan of. Um, uh, well, a lot of stuff that Jim Belushi has done, but he did that show according to Jim for yeah. God, for a lot of years. That I, I really liked that that show. But anyway, we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about no. your your mystery who, person. Who my mystery who person am is? I? Are you ready to start? Yes, I am ready to begin. Okay, I'll we'll first introduce you. We're going into video games. Okay, um, so we're talking about a video game character, not the voice actor of the character. Video game character. Okay. Okay, you ready? Uh, yes, I am ready. 
question or or statement number one. Well, probably not, you know, arguably he's one of the most known and biggest video game villain in, well, across all, all platforms. One of the biggest video game villains across if not all the platforms. If not biggest. the biggest video game villain across all platforms. Okay. So that all platforms would be at this point Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you could probably even go back into Sega, Sega Genesis, um, Atari. Okay. Okay, so Sega Genesis and Atari. Console. If we're if we're going that far back and we're talking about one person, one individual, one villain. Huh, cuz the first thing that jumped in my mind was the Pac-Man ghosts, but they all have um different names. Mhm. Oh, the, those are good guys. I would probably say that they are definitely in the top 10. Okay, well, Can you name so, yeah, them? uh no. I know there's Blinky, one Pinky, Blinky. Oh, that's right. Blinky, Pinky, and yeah. I know, I know, I know, and maybe. some others. Bluey, Huey, and Doc. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, but it's obviously, it's not those guys. No, not those guys. Do you want a second? The second. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to need the second for sure. He's, he's complete. This is more of a riddle question. He's notorious for constantly moving the prize. Notorious for constantly moving the prize? Yep. Oh, dude, the vagueness here. The vagueness is... Um... Right, right. Who's a villain that always moves what you're after? So you always have to continue on to the next. I mean, so I'm instinctually want to say Bowser, but you said Atari and, and Bowser wasn't nope. on Atari. No, Bowser wasn't on Atari, but you are correct. I was saying across all consoles, and not just, I'm just saying, the biggest video game villain, in my opinion, of all time, the one that's most recognized, like the WSU logo is the most recognized in all collegiate sports football. Go Cougs. Bowser <coughs> is the most recognized villain in video games. You put Bowser in front of everybody. They're able to tell you uh, who oh, he okay. is. Okay, so when you were saying out of all the consoles that have ever been, this villain is the most recognized. Rises okay. above. Yeah, so Bowser. So yeah, moving. He, the princess was always in another castle. Always. Always moving that prize. Always, always moving the cheese. Castle. Always. All right. So Bowser, that was fun. There you go. See, it wasn't too bad. You were you were a little bit worried about this that it was going to be vague. I, well, but... I almost well, I almost went to Donkey Kong because mm -hmm. you know he would carry he would carry Peach off until you got to a certain point, and then you could actually rescue her. Right, and Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. I thought actually part of the reason why I the only reason Donkey Kong doesn't fit into that category. Is because now, after Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong is no longer a villain. No longer a villain, yeah. The much maligned. I mean, he was really only a villain in his the game titled after him. Mm-hmm.
And then is he really a villain? He just, you know, he's a monkey and grabbed the girl. And the dude was, the the, the plumber was throwing shit at him and jumping on his head. I mean, he was just he was just doing what giant monkeys do, steal the hot yeah. chick. I mean, like King Kong. Do? I mean, that's exactly. what King Kong did. Why not fucking Donkey Kong is like, you know, I'm just my cousin, yo. I'm just doing yeah, the same Yeah, clearly thing. they're related. I mean, they're both in the in the Kong giant family. monkey business, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that would be the only reason I would say Donkey Kong. I I mean, he Donkey Kong is definitely one of the most notable villains, but also, I mean, I, I just feel like he's no longer a villain. I don't associate him as a villain that much anymore. He, except for he the... is 100% not a villain. Yeah, yeah. 100% I mean, not a villain. So, I'm yeah. a Wario. Okay. I'm going to win. That was fun. I liked that. I, uh, I might have to throw a good counterpunch with that quest, with a, a video game of my own next week. Do you uh, know who I would consider? I mean, who another person I would consider in the big list of villains, though? Oh God! Well, I would say, um, Ganon. I would say Ganon. Obviously, yeah. Ganon. Yep. We that said was it where we both went, right? Yeah, Jinx. Yeah, Jinx. Ganon. Yeah, Jinx. Jinx. Shit. Um, oh, I mean, for me, my my list of video game villains. Um, <coughs> I mean, it's gonna change over time as you play new games, obviously, and run into new villains. But like, ones that stand eternal would be like. Obviously, the ones the ones we've mentioned. Um, Mm -hmm. But then, yeah. So I go to think of like Andrew Ryan and Atlas from Bioshock. Um, Mm. Amazing villains. Um, God, it's hard to remember actual names. Um, Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII was a great villain. What was the fucking villain's name from Final Fantasy III? Kefka? Kefka, yes. Kefka. Kefka, yeah. Kefka, That yeah. was another, yeah. That, that fucker. That fucker. <laughs> right? Surprise ending. You didn't really kill him. He mutates into crazy freaking whatever it was. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember if that was really a surprise ending or not. I don't yeah, Kefka was. going after the espers. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Kefka. That was a good yep. one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any others that have really. I, oh, 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 oh. Um. Uh see, now I can't remember. Is it Hirochi from Tekken? Oh, dude, I'm not a. I was never a big Tekken guy. Okay, yeah. Well, and then there's uh, was it uh, who was the guy? Uh, Mortal Kombat was always. It was it. Is it was it Liu Kang? No, Liu Kang. Uh, no, Liu the... Kang was one of the fighters. You had Goro yeah. and um. What was it? Shang? Shang something is sounding Shang correct. Song. Yeah. Shang yes. Song. Yes. 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 He was a great villain. And I mean, I, I feel like he is actually another notable one. Uh, Bishop, or what was the guy's name? Uh, not M. Bison. Uh, what was his? Uh, Street Fighter well, had. M. M. Bison is the main, has was is the that, big boss in Street Fighter 2. Was that M. Bison? Yes. Okay. That's another one. That's a name that actually has stuck with me because I hated who uh, and Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson always fucking beat me up, dude. Well, you in Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Yeah, yeah. Well, so funny thing, M Bison in Japan is actually Balrog, and Balrog is M Bison. 
They changed it in America because they didn't want Mike Tyson to sue them for the resemblance with the boxing character being M. Bison, Mike Bison. So they changed it in America to where he was Balrog and then uh, M. Bison, of course, was M. Bison. So, yeah. yeah. There's a the, little, the... little trivia for you. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, I, I had no clue, but, I mean, that makes so much sense. Wow. Little bits that, yeah, I, yeah that's, a good, that's a good one. Fucking Jeopardy right there. All yeah. right. So then since we're moving on well there you go so this week's who am i was bowser and two questions wow yeah so yeah two questions you nailed that that, dude that well i mean that was my i was i was tripping myself up with the whole um across all consoles i was trying to think of a of a video game character who had been on every console that's i was tripping myself up um, if I was an actual smart guy, I would have guessed him from the beginning. What, you know, you were wondering, yeah, right. And Hey, you, I felt like that was gonna be a gimme in some ways, but at the same time, I knew there were enough out there. Like, I mean, like we said, Ganon and, and you had, um, well, the Pac-Man ghosts and you have all these others that are great, you know, classic Donkey Kong, um, that it could have been. So I felt comfortable in throwing that kind of like loft. But it's quite, you know, it's sort of like when you start combining them all, it's like it's really quick and easy. It's like, dude, Bowser, Bowser is like Bowser is the one name that I kept whenever I kept asking myself the questions. It's like Bowser, Bowser. Oh, yeah. No, Bowser, Bowser. is without <laughs> dispute. I, I will not argue Bowser. No, no way in hell will I argue Bowser. Absolutely. And give me just a moment really quick to go and grab some coffee. So why don't you, and what, why don't you tell us where we're headed next? What are we going to talk about? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to start talking about a show that I have been saying for a very long time that I'm going to watch. And I finally did. Uh, I finally sat down and listened i mean listened i binge watched all four seasons of star wars yeah, rebels my coffee excellent so i'm telling these fine folks how i binge watched uh star wars rebels Ooh, you did and so you a little bit of amazing this is, this is our broom boys segment for this week um Dun-dun-dun. so yeah i um i'd been wanting to watch it for a while and i had seen bits and pieces of it mm-hmm. um but uh, Brian Quinn from Tell Him Steve Dave, the podcast, and the TV show Impractical Jokers um, sent out a tweet saying that he binge-watched it and he loved it and that he regretted not watching it sooner because he thought it was a kid's show, which is exactly what I thought. I thought it was a kid's show, and I could not have been more wrong. Um, mm. Definitely a lighter tone, for sure, in a lot of episodes. But helmed okay. by Filoni, it it took serious lore turns when it had to and went dark when it had to, um, which happened more and more often as the show progressed. Um, you know, you start the off, show is leading up to A New Hope, right? 
yeah, basically it runs right into the right into Rogue One. Basically, I think is okay. actually um, where it runs into because at the near the end of the show, they're hunting um, they're hunting rumors of Death Star plans, and that the that they've been finding places where the Empire has been doing these massive construction projects, and they're trying to figure it out. That's like a subplot that pops up in a few episodes. Um, I like the how show... he uses those to kind of uh, identify where you are in the overall scheme yeah. of the time uh, timeline. Yeah. Or, so, you know, um, the uni- you know, the show was a little a little more jokey than the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars is going to be what I hold it up to because they're both Filoni shows. A little more jokey than the Clone Wars, um, but still covered some very serious things. You know, characters don't really die with the frequency that um they do in um in the clone wars i mean you only ever really lose one main character as a confirmed death and that was near the end of the series um spoiler alert uh kanan uh sacrifices himself so the rest of phoenix squadron that's what they call themselves can get away um but you know it's literally it's before the rebellion is officially organized. It's a bunch of independent scrappy cells that team up sometimes and they run out and just do little missions. And it's, you know, the Phoenix squadron is running around, um, you know, basically just doing odd jobs to get money to keep fighting the, the, the empire. Mm-hmm. And they're on a planet called Lothal, which is actually, I mean, a, a good chunk of the show revolves around Lothal. Um, and they're doing a job, and they meet up with this street kid uh, named Ezra Bridger, who ends up sneaking aboard their ship. And he finds Kanan's lightsaber and holocron, because it turns out that Kanan was a Padawan who escaped Order 66. Um, mm-hmm. And he activates the holocron, and we see, a, we see a message from Obi-Wan Kenobi. In fact, it's the same... If you remember in in First Order, when um, Cal Kestis gets a hold of that holocron uh, of uh, of Sears, and we see that message from Obi Wan Kenobi, it's the same exact message. It's kind of cool. It was a neat. Oh, I like tie-in. how they did that. Yeah, neat little tie-in. Um, so you know, Kanan obviously recognizes that Ezra is force sensitive and. They be they begin his training, although Kanan doesn't quite know how to train because he was never more than a Padawan himself. One of the first episodes actually has them going after Master uh, Luminara Unduli uh, because there's a rumor that she is alive in a prison, mm. and they they do find her, but they find her body, like her mummified body. It's kind of dark, kind of dark as fuck. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, and you know, and they're and they're now, dealing at first. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just uh, now the Canaan uh, or Canaan? Was that yes. it? Canaan, Canaan Jarrus, aka Caleb Dune. I was gonna say that's Caleb Dune, isn't it? And, and which is not to be. It's not related, as far as we can. It's so far confirmed not related to Cara Dune. Obviously, from Mandalorian. Uh. As far as we know right now, no, there is no, no. relation. Although, given interesting the Filoni- coincidence, yes, given the Filoni connection to both shows, I would not surprise me if something came out saying that they were related. Although, um, 
I think Kanan said he was from Coruscant at one point and Kara's from Alderaan, but maybe maybe Kanan's family relocated. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. It would be cool. I would find it. I would think it would be a cool thing if they turned out to be related. I think I would right enjoy in some that. way, or even if yeah. it was just kind of the same, the same family, just you know, name and but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's curious in my mind. It is just it's curious, but I'm not, I'm not holding my breath over it. But I just it was the similarities were just like wow. Um, that's, that's I mean, crazy. it is an interesting coincidence for sure. Um, but anyway, I've lost to, guy on comms. Guy, can you hear me? Hang on one second. I am pushing pause. Oh, yes. I had to take the pause off. I didn't have to hit record. So anyway, the. uh, All right. So, yeah, sorry. We had a technical difficulty. So the first season is Kanan training Ezra while they're doing missions against the Empire and they're fighting the uh, the Inquisitor who, you know, we later learn that. You know, there's a bunch of them. There's not just the one. And they're dealing with um, an Imperial Security Bureau officer is also chasing them quite a bit. Um, but they defeat the Inquisitor. They um, they deal with the ISB officer. He actually ends up becoming an ally of theirs later. Um, he doesn't die, but he, um, he, he, he becomes a turncoat to the Empire, as I think many did. Um, and you know, Ezra starts becoming a Jedi and they do this awesome trip to a Jedi temple on Lothal. Apparently there's a bunch of small ones hidden and they do, I mean, they dive into some really deep force stuff, uh, where, you know, and they hear Yoda's voice. So that was really cool. Um, (coughs) and then near the end of the first season, we get introduced to Ahsoka and then second season is more of the same. And then we get introduced to Darth Maul who comes and, um, convinces them to go to, um, I can't remember the name of the planet, but they go to a planet to get a Sith holocron because he's hunting Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he, if he has a Sith holocron and a Jedi holocron, he can um, somehow use it to figure out Obi-Wan's location. And he needs Ezra to do his thing with the, Je- with the Jedi holocron while Maul does his thing with the Sith. And Ahsoka and Kanan come along. They get attacked by Inquisitors who were actually there to hunt Maul. Uh, and so they, we get a big team up of Maul and the, and the three Jedi against the Inquisitors. And, you know, Maul has no compunctions about killing. Um, Kanan tries to avoid it. Ahsoka and Ezra as well. But, you know, they start taking down Inquisitors. But one of them gets a message out. And Vader shows up and we see the fateful showdown of Vader versus Ahsoka (laughs) (laughs) um, after Ezra tries to to hold off Vader. Ezra's like, I'm not scared of you. And Vader goes, good, then you'll die braver than most, which I thought was one of the most badass lines in the fucking history of lines. And even better, Vader was fucking voiced by James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones did do the voice acting. Um so uh, we we get um, you know we get the conclusion to that is we assume Ahsoka died, and in fact she did die. The temple, the Sith temple, blew up, and she 
she cut through the floor or, or destroyed the floor so Vader would fall through it, but his stroke ended up killing her even though you don't see it. Um, and so we go for a while without that. Um, you know, and then the next season is Ezra is kind of falling to the dark side. Oh, sorry. One thing. Maul turns on them and he ends up blinding Kanan. And Kanan finds this neutral force creature who teaches him how to see through the force. His name is the Bogdan. He's a really neat character. And I hope we see him again in, in another, uh, okay. another form of, of media because he was a really, really cool character with some really fucking interesting things to say about the force and insanely fucking powerful. Um, but, uh, you know, so he teaches Kanan how to see again. And then Kanan kind of gets Ezra back on the right path. And then we get a lot of stuff with the Mandalorians, you know, it's uh, different factions. We see Gar Saxon is uh is in charge of stuff again he was the the head of the maldalorians at the end of the clone wars you know the the mandalorian that had all the spikes on his helmet that's gar saxon um and we deal with sabine's family and you know they go to dothamir and uh ezra does so he can with maul so they can break the connection that the two have from their holocron thing and um the spirits of the night sisters try to possess them. And there's a big, a big uh, ragamorough about that big fight. And Sabine, you know, they end up defeating everything and everybody's fine. And Sabine recovers the dark saber from Maul's cave. Maul is keeping it in like a little trophy treasure room there on Dothamir. And she knows what it is. And she, you know, cause she's house Ren and they're, they belong to clan Vizsla. And Pre Vizsla had the the dark saber until Maul chopped his head off with it in the Clone Wars. Uh, so she uh, she starts learning how to use it until they meet Bo-Katan and her faction of Mandalorians, and then she decides. Do you think it actually might have would be the fact the better choice of wielders and convinces Bo-Katan to take it? And so yeah. we see them fighting. I mean, that... It is interesting considering what we just saw on the Mandalorian. Um, Without winning it in battle, maybe. Maybe. There's a reason. It's, um, it's a lot of people Mm -hmm. are, are calling it a plot hole. And to some extent it is, but given that it's Filoni and given that it's Favs, I have to assume that um yeah that said well there's a reason or said whole will be taken care of um you know bottom line is, is i'm not super concerned about it but it was it was it was um i definitely i definitely stumbled into it you know what i'm saying like it wasn't it wasn't enough to take me out of the show or make me <laughs> mad at the show the only actual thing that got me super pissed at the show was one when they did go super kitty yeah, with it. I can and see two, that. And two when oh, wow. they showed the freaking inquisitors using their lightsabers like helicopters, they made them spin and held them up in the air and they got to fly like Mary Poppins style. You, I, I was like, that's fucking dumb. What kind of person comes up so it's like fucking oh, dumb. Oh, oh um, I got the big idea yeah. for this shit. I mean, show. I was like, Felony must have had the week off when they did this shit, which I mean sell that i don't see how he could considering it was like the big a soak i don't know dude 
Well, they use the force to propel themselves yeah, like Mary I mean, Poppins. Let's, just, let's not even talk about the physics. Um, how does how does energy, no matter how fast it spins, yeah, have no. the lift? At least how can it catch the air current to be lifted? Lightsaber anyway. helicopters. Um, <laughs> oh, that's fucking rad. rad well, sure. I mean, I could accept <laughs> that because I, you know me, I don't like to put limits on the force. So, but anyways. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, the, for- the fourth season of The Mandalorian, we see the conclusion, assuming, uh, supposedly, of Maul's story when he finally finds Obi-Wan and Ezra goes to kind of help Obi-Wan. And we see the fateful duel between Obi-Wan and Maul, and Obi-Wan kills him easily um, and sends Ezra on his way. And we, you know, we see the Mandalorian civil war kind of play out a little Mm, bit more. And Sabine convinces her family to fight with the people trying to get rid of the puppets of the empire. I assume these events are what, um, causes the night of a thousand tears or whatever they called it in the Mandalorian under Moff Gideon. Um, I, I'm assuming this stuff is, uh, is what triggers it, but so that's um, what's with his thing on you know, the, we his also helmet on his head. Is he's blind? See Ezra and that helps him see. Um, growing as a Jedi, we see Kanan mm. becoming very okay. reflective, and there's a lot of really, like I said, deep and interesting Force stuff. You know, yes, he's blind. He he. Ha- no, it doesn't. Ha- he sees through the force like uh, like Visa Mar. It's a bandage that he keeps over his eyes for a while huh. until he learns how to see, and then he takes it off. And then actually, right before he dies, his yeah. eyes get restored um, by the force, and he becomes like a force wolf. Um, yeah, they did some very interesting stuff with the force. Watch the show because mm-hmm. I've only watched it once, and so I'm not so super versed in it. But, you know, like they're doing uh, the Empire does excavation at. Um, OK, yeah. At the Lothal Temple, which was destroyed in Ezra and Kanan's last trip there um, and finds the father, the son and the sister, the the father, the brother and the sister that we were introduced to in the Clone Wars. And they there's a big puzzle with uh, with a time portal. Um involved in that and Ezra figures out with Sabine's help because she's an artist he they figure out how to open it and Ezra basically goes into this force nexus which is a crossroads of all moments in time and this is after Kanan sacrifices himself so they can escape from Thrawn because Thrawn is actually the big bad of season four and oh my god is he awesome and the guy that voice acted him has been cast to play him live action so that's worth uh, that's worth bringing up. Um, so yeah, Kanan Kanan goes back in time or goes into this Force Nexus, and he's able. There's it's, it's just portals everywhere to moments in time, and I don't know if there are moments in time that are specific to him, or moments in time that um, are just there. And if he traveled far oh, enough, damn. he could go anywhere. They don't really go into that, which is why she is in the Mandalorian. Is he finds the moment where Ahsoka dies and manages to pull her through the portal and save her. And, and which is how she's 
which is why she's still alive and why she's in the Mandalorian and decides, oh, hey, if I can save Ahsoka, I can save Kanan. And Ahsoka's like, no, you can't. She goes, we've watched this moment of his death. If you oh, remove because, him, yeah, if you remove him from, from this them, moment, you're not, you'll never you will do remove, this. And... You guys will die back then, and you won't be able to be here. So they introduce the concept of a time travel paradox you... into the into the scenario. Yeah. Um, well, if he if you remove him from this, then what he did to save yeah. you won't happen, and you'll all die. Because he saves, he saves the ghost from being destroyed by an explosion at um, at Lothal's uh, uh, like fuel depot or whatever it is. He uh, he uses the force to hold yeah. the flames back and then force shoves the ghost away from the explosion and in doing so had to take his attention away from holding the flames back and he was engulfed in the in the explosion um, and and confirmed dead. Uh, but yeah, so Ezra ends up saving Ahsoka and, you know, we don't really see much of her after that until the very end of the show. The, 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 the finale of the show centers around the rebels want to liberate Lothal, which happens to be Ezra's homeworld, And his parents were among the original rebels they were the ones they had like a pirate broadcast and they were telling people to resist and they've been building up this big group of allies from all sorts of uh different uh different planets like hondo from the clone wars who was a pirate becomes a staunch ally of of the phoenix squadron and they they bring everybody together to go up against thrawn to uh to take them out but ezra you know sends I think it is Sabine and Chopper. He sends somebody out to get the to play this frequency in space because he encountered these he encountered these space squid who have the ability to enter hyperspace and they're attracted to a certain radio frequency. So he uses they use that frequency to pull them in and they latch onto Thrawn's ship while Ezra's on board trying to trying to stop them. But he does this intentionally. And they take Thrawn's ship and they, they warp off into parts unknown, which is why, you know, Ezra and Thrawn are vanished. And that's going to obviously be, I think, the plot point for Ahsoka's show based on based on what we're seeing for in The Mandalorian and all this other stuff. And then, you know, it goes into, it goes into detail that, hey, you know, um, Hera participated in all these battles she's the 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 twi'lek pilot like she's the leader of phoenix squadron kanan is actually not in charge it's hera um who's in charge and she she leads them through all of these things and she fights at the battle of endor and captain rex who they they ally with him and a couple other of his clone buddies um rex fought at the battle of endor and hera fought at the battle of endor and all of phoenix squadron was there and they all made it and, you know, they defeated the, the mighty empire and all this other stuff. And then Sabine goes and now, you know, the war, the war is over. Um, we have time to maybe, you know, maybe it's time to start looking for, for Ezra. And then Ahsoka shows up and links up with Sabine. And it looks like from based on that, that their, their journey is going to be 
finding Ezra. And so I assume not too long after that is when we met Ahsoka on the Mandalorian going after yeah. uh, trying to find the location of Thrawn. So um, good show. I would say it's as good, if not better, than The Clone Wars. I, I love when shows go deep on the Force, and both shows went deep on the Force. Um, but the, the the depth that they went in in Rebels, they did something new. Instead of exploring a, an established concept, they did something new. And it intrigues me. I really enjoyed the show. If you haven't watched it, Disney Plus has all four seasons. They're, they're like 20-minute episodes. It's a really easy watch. Um, I recommend it. I recommend sitting down, diving in, and watching. It's it's well worth the time that you will spend. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so, yeah. So, that's, uh, that's what I have on the Broom Boys, save for one other thing. Um, we got a, um, I'm here. We got a, no, no, no. I was, I, uh, apparently Liam Neeson is joining the cast of the Obi-Wan show. Wow. Yeah, no, that really is. I mean, is I wonder what capacity if he's going to be force ghost. Oh, I thought, I I thought I'd lost you. You didn't say nothing. Whoa. Right. Yeah. So I think that's amazing. I'm I'm very happy. I'm hoping for a combination of flashback and force ghost. I I, I think agree. it would be I Whoa. think it would be really neat. Well, yeah, because it's like we don't know young, you know, young Obi Wan and Anakin the, or the Obi Wan having some of Obi Wan that we're going to be really watching. Freaking cool thing. Um. And I hope I hope we get to see that. Well, I mean, it's 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 sometime. Right. I mean, based. I mean, no, they haven't even done any promo images. Oh wow! You know, I mean, if we see how old they make him look in a promo image sometime in the future, um, you know, I think that'll be telling as to as to his age. Um, I have to imagine they're going to put it. I think it's going to be before Rebels. Obviously, it's going to be. I'll be after Wasn't after Rex the Clone and Wars and before too? Rebels. That's the only. I mean, and but yeah, that's a yeah, long yeah, time sorry. period. That's like that's like a eighteen year time period. It can fall into because um, they they make Rebels seem like it occurred in. Um, yes, I just talked about that. They recruited him, and, and then and they said that he yeah. fought at the that he fought at the Battle of Endor, um, which falls into a, a thing that we talked about a while ago. Where there's a there's a soldier on Endor that's got a big, thick gray beard. Oh, damn, dude, and that's awesome. They they intentionally made Rex look like that character um, to suggest that it was him, and then they canonized it in Rebels. So yeah. Rex from the Clone Wars that, made it all yeah. the way to Rebels. So yeah, good good okay. show. Um, watch but it. Overall, Do yourself a favor like and watch it, and obviously badass, judge it for yourself. Nice. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, 
there were some episodes I, I tuned out for. I'm not going to lie. A couple episodes I tuned out for. But I'm very happy I watched the show. Yeah, yeah. Really good show. Kind of starts slow, but then when it gets going, once, once it's going, it's going. Um, oh, one other casting thing. Apparently, um, the guy that voiced Thrawn Seriously, on Clone War dude. or on Rebels is doing- going to play him live action. Lars Mikkelsen. Who I think is the brother of Mads Mikkelsen uh, is going to be the live action Thrawn reprising the the voice role. So rock on that. Oh wow. Know. Oh yeah, and by the way, stellar voice cast. There was a stellar voice cast in Rebels. I mean, like I said, James Freddie Earl Jones. Prince, dude. It's um, nice to see him. He's Malcolm also, McDowell he's showed new, up for a little while. Uh, Ian McDermott the voiced the Emperor show. when he was on. Um, yeah, he Freddie put, Prince Jr. played Kanan. Yeah, same. Uh, Clancy same Brown showed up. I mean, just a stellar the voice. First guy. one, or played the kid, Punky Brewster, is playing her all grown up as a single mother of like three or something. And Freddie Prince Jr. is the is divorced he really? dad who's I didn't know that they had reprised Punky Brewster. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's the whole premise. I I can't. I don't know what the whole show is. Right. I I didn't, but. Um, my wife did, and so I just sent her the link. The other one that I saw was the interesting uh, kind of new trailer for. Uh, I never watched Punky Brewster, the, the I new never Mighty Duck show when I was a kid. with Emilio. And they actually that dude that it re- they really do a good job of really capturing the spirit of the original movie. So we'll see what they do. I I'm I'm actually semi excited to see a couple episodes of it. I I know I'll watch it oh, because I have yeah, yeah, my yeah. kids. Um, so I'll, I'll find out what it's you know if they if they actually captured. I don't know the, the first the first Mighty Ducks had a magic to it that was just it was fun. So we'll see if they reprise it. There. Yeah, I can't say that I have a whole lot of Star Wars. I mean, there is a whole lot of Star Wars going on in my brain, but nothing that's really okay. I'm feeling um, well. Is, unless you have something else you um, want to talk about, really we can coming out chit chat about to, Wandavision. To that's worth talking about. I, I'm excited about everything that's coming up, but I want to get to what's coming up. And I got to admit, Wandavision and the MCU right now has my attention. I mean, yeah, like, uh, wow, last week. And we'll get to last week's episode here soon, but that was like, boom. It That just kind of, kind of like really, well, it, we cemented some of the stuff we've been talking about on our show, even. So without further ado, WandaVision. WandaVision, so very, very anticipated, uh, long-awaited show, In a team. which yeah. nobody really knew anything about because the the trailers were, I mean, they didn't tell us anything other than this is a show where we have Scarlet Witch and Vision, Not, 
in and they don't give you a, a whole 50, lot about what's going on sitcom in those epi- first three episodes either. They which, just give you kind of. I mean, of... the the bulk of the first three episodes take place in just that, and I mean, and we see a little bit of the outside, but not much. You know, um, we. You know something is going on, and that's a, honestly the extent of it, is you know something is happening, but you don't quite know what. Um, and you don't know if Wanda's doing it. You don't know if it's mm-hmm. an outside force. You're trying to it's figure mostly, out they're literally, I mean, it's literally a that. sitcom. Oh, you're trying to figure part, out who's controlling for the those moments snaps when like something intrudes into that is reality. It- I mean, is it someone and on then the you're outside? Like, is the it fuck? someone on the? Is it and then, Wanda? but but is then it, it snaps it back into it. Vision. Um, it, I mean, it's not until who's ep- controlling the stuff that's going on. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Know? Yeah. 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 Which I mean, which you literally don't know. Uh, until the fourth episode uh, comes along, which is... I, dude, I love his character. Cleverly titled it's... A Break from Our Regularly Scheduled Programming, I think, or something to that effect. And it's... And we join <laughs> dude, he just like, Agent yeah, he's, Jimmy Woo, I, I like his met affect. in Ant-Man like and the Wasp. I like how he plays him. I mean, he um, plays him with and, almost this... this oh, he's amazing, just like dude. He had the best beyond line super the, sarcastic, the but the not whole, thanks. I'm also a youth pastor thing. Not without a certain <laughs> sense of jovialness, and you know, like he's he's a happy smartass. Is that a good way to say it? <laughs> Yes, and um, I, I I have no I have no beef with that uh, with that statement. Um, yes, he's 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 very, I, yeah, he's just awesome. He's very fun. I'm always happy to see him um, show up and stuff. And um, you know if the if the rumors are true because his his um, this role in Wandavision is being received Agents very well people want him to get a spin-off show um which yeah. he very well may based on how how his reception is oh yeah, that would be want cool now. they want the the agent woo spin-off but that would um, be a, yeah i could get down we learn that. in the fourth episode yeah <laughs> agents of sword or whatever actually people want him and darcy to team up for like an x-files type show mm-hmm. reappearance that yeah. would be cool right um. Yeah, yeah, totally. I could get behind that because yes, Darcy from the Thor movies, um, or at least the first two, makes her uh, makes her return, and she's just as just as charming and funny as she was in the Thor movies. But now she's also like a full blown doctorate. She's done with school. She's got that degree that she was interning so hard for with Jane. Mm-hmm. Um to achieve. So yeah, she got that done and she's the one making the breakthroughs in there, you know, with, with, uh, working alongside, uh, alongside agent Wu, we're kind of starting to put some pieces together. We're starting to see that there's this town in New Jersey called Westview and there's this energy field surrounding it and they can't get anything in or out. And 
the t- the whole town is basically kidnapped and the people surrounding mm-hmm. the town have no knowledge of it their minds have been altered and warped um and it's it's in this episode you know where they're literally watching the show that Wanda has it turns out Wanda has built this show to have this world with vision and they're watching the show and trying to contact Wanda and they're they're the ones that sent the beekeeper yeah. in from the first episode that, they sent the drone cool. in I think as that's a helicopter. another cool part is when they um, discovered that that you know it's basically the same, anything that enters the, material the bubble and the composites are uh, all the same but is it changed changes into whatever it needs to be to fit shape the show and color and every it looks completely like uh something else like 70s uh, 70s polyester suit maybe made out of kevlar right it's yeah whatever they go in at and with it mutate changes mutates or or something yeah or something some there's there what yeah it it alters it alters mm-hmm. to become whatever it needs to be, so that includes you yeah. know the the hazmat suit that the the sword agent wore in there became a beekeeper outfit because you know that's the closest thing, yeah, uh, comparison wise that they could come up with, um, you know the the drone became a helicopter, the um, uh, what else has changed? What else they didn't send? Oh, mm-hmm. they sent uh, Monica Rambo. Uh, well, she didn't who really you saw as a child in Captain Marvel. She was Lieutenant Trouble, the now, daughter of Maria Rambo. Do you think when she... She, she volunteered to go in and she became an a character in the show, show and who got expelled by Wanda she goes in the in third episode. And you're introduced to this character. What was interesting is Wanda she just didn't went. know that yeah, she, she wasn't went. really part of anything and everything until um, well, Agnes pointed it out. Did you Did you know that? Or notice that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Agnes pointed it out, and then all of a sudden, yeah, well, she pointed it out to Vision, and then Vision yeah. pointed it out to Wanda uh, that she was an outsider or something to that effect, and she had no home. And They're being Wanda controlled. Like, what do you, or Vision yeah, was like, being what do you mean you have no home? And then... You know, she was like, what Geraldine was the character she was playing. Like, so basically, all the residents of the town the have had are like have so been programmed or brainwashed or he, brainwashed or whatever you want to call together it. That something's to be going on in the and show. He doesn't re- and you find out he doesn't remember anything before the and show. He just remembers the show. He knows that he, he knows that that's Wanda and they're in love. And but he actually isn't really aware that there's anything beyond the world they're living in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't know where where they came from. All he knows is one day they started living in Westview. That's literally the extent of his entire knowledge base is that all of a sudden they're in Westview and that's it. Um, But Wanda, whenever something like that shows up, she edits the show 
so to speak. She blips that part of the show out of existence um, to maintain the the control over this reality that she has built. Because we learned from Geraldine, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. Wanda's right. not a victim. And Wanda is the one who is basically said, essentially kidnapped that quote unquote villain and, and altered this town uh, to suit her purposes. Now, and we'll get um, into that in a second because that which is, I guess that was part of the show. We want to be uh, a, super a scene in the show, in fact. Makes um, the but it really comes back to that whole idea of the House of M. She suffered a great tragedy and loss, and she just ultimately is trying. She she creates this entire existence and world that is her own. That she manipulates and and yeah creates and originally you're thinking that it's it's we taught we had this conversation about well what world are we in are we in the the MCU that we're familiar and know because what Tyler is it Tyler Haywood is that the name of the guy that's now the director of Sword or yeah right Sword I think that's it. Who they think is a real dick. <laughs> but he thinks Wanda is. Uh, he thinks yes, Wanda's the think villain, the correct. bad guy. She's got correct. people there I mean, he's, in, you he's know, in, that are under her control. She's forcing yes, them. And I, I mean, I think he's, he's a real dick. He's like, so he I sends haven't really the been drone in the 80s. They get bringing a whole an lot. old shield drone um, from the 80s and to send in and to... And he put a missile on it, yeah. Um, and so you really see, well, he's you know he's an antagonist in his own right, um, where Wanda is too. But even though and it, put a missile on it, yeah, it, it makes me wonder again about the connection and the potential of because aim. Aim is involved in all of the was like or you could say he's just doing his job, even though basically she's being dickish with the technology to ultimately with when it got into space and all that other crap. It wasn't Hydra. Hydra was like infiltrated in the world, like and wanted to take over that way. But it was Aim that ultimately was the space technology and everything like that. Right? Am I wrong? Do you remember that? Which makes me wonder if we're not going to see aim an a sword infiltrated aim, or an aim infiltrated sword. Uh, or maybe not infiltrated. Yes, I'm. Uh, I mean, it's highly possible. You know, I mean, as 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 much as. Yeah. Right. As much as I as much as I hate to say yeah. it, I'm I'm not my 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 knowledge of aim unfortunately is fairly limited. Maybe not um, a infiltrated, but you know, that's just the way a it partner? is. I don't I don't have any other thing to say. My my knowledge of aim is limited. Um my exposure to aim has been limited. Um I know the I Difference know the broad civil war so kind of possibly thing. maybe, maybe is but more of an aggressive I don't think so. I don't think they need to we have controls I don't think they limits and maybe all these a other things who and seems, it's just a more you know, aggressive right now. kind of people um, that, you know can like you firm control. Tony Stark shouldn't keep this all to themselves. We should have organization and we're you know people with the technology to keep order. 
kind of mentality verse you know so it could just be infighting down the road but aim aim ultimately was not so much infiltrated that they just they were a heavy supplier and when shield ultimately went down with the hydra infiltration aim stepped in and basically bought it all up if i remember if i remember correctly and so they just become kind of this different face of the whole thing and equation but anyhow right yeah i mean yeah i'm i don't i personally don't think aim is a part of this at right. all um, simply because we have enough of a threat with yeah. Wanda apparently losing Truth. it a little bit here that we don't really need uh, um, we don't really yeah. need a, a, a big bad because as it turns out it's it's her um, or seems to be her so um, yeah so yeah so yeah I, I don't I just I don't feel like we're gonna see. I don't feel like we're going to be seeing AIM um, at all. I think it's just going to be the the agents of S.W.O.R.D., for lack of a better word, um, kind of uh, trying to figure out what's going down with Wanda. And, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to be learning it side by side with them, frankly. Uh, yeah, S.W.O.R.D. Um, headquarters. They had the Vision, we, and he calls him, we not learn Vision, but calls episode. him The Vision. I mean, that, he really disidentifies um, dis the you know, Wanda human aspects of Vision. Attacked and was now sword at the same time, you know, he is uh, an android and not really a person, I suppose. So, Yeah, they're 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 viewing Somehow. him as a completely synthetic organism, but but Wanda attacked Sword headquarters, which was the highly classified location of the Vision's body, and she stole him and resurrected Vision. him. Uh, and you don't know if that's we the thought real maybe Vision he was an illusion, but she somehow gave life to his body, and Wanda you actually seen. see a very very grisly image of. <clears throat> Uh, head ripped open vision briefly and yeah. yeah well i mean we 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 learn yeah we learn that this is in fact the the universe we're familiar with it is the wanda we're familiar with it is I mean, we literally Snapped. have yeah, and so yep, she created connection her own to all of, of these individuals already, and that she Wanda, in her grief and pain over first losing her brother and then second over losing Vision, has created her own world. No, um, I mean, yeah. So, um. I mean, yeah, uh, we we really, I mean, other than that, we really don't know what we're dealing with. 
other than Wanda came Wanda came out to confront Sword after the missile drone, and then they leave you with a bombshell hey, after that. Leave dude. me alone, I'll leave you alone. And they're they're like, we can't. You you have a town. You have a town hostage. We can't leave you alone. And she's like, well, well that too was a bad. bombshell too. This is this is just the way it is. This this. Yeah, well, um, you know, they had Wanda and Vision had kids in the third episode and they grew up to be. Yeah, they grew up to be, you know, like they, they became five year olds out of nowhere. Um, and they start she's talking to them. She's a very good mom. And she starts talking to them and telling them about stuff. And they ask her, uh, you know, she says something like your brothers and you have to take care of, of each other and. You know, oh, mommy, do you have a brother? And she goes, I did. And they're, well, where is he? Oh, he's he's very far away. And Which was interesting because then if it we is get a destroyed vision, of he doesn't have a mind stone. The fifth episode. And there's a knock. At and he totally Wanda and Vision are having a fight. Because Vision used his powers on one of his coworkers at his TV show job. Um. Or he does. That or he has you know a cre- or he has one that she we created at the very end of that, or brought back after they episode. were atomized. You know, maybe if she has that power because her powers come from that stone, visions. she had the power to destroy. It. I think maybe she had the power visions. to bring it back. I think it's. I think you have the vision, the copy that is destroyed <sighs> there. That's her vision, or the powers are phased into, or the powers are just infused into him. Another vision that's complete that has the mind stone. To basically animate the dead body. That's what I think ultimately Wanda's done is pull, plucked one out of the multiverse and created a rift. Because at the very end, we actually get to see Quicksilver. We get to see Pietro. I mean, it's super possible. Not the one we expected. Yes, we get to see Quicksilver, which, I mean, I saw the, I saw the hair, and I was like, oh god, it's Quicksilver. Yeah. She brought him back too. Um, turns out, she brought the Quicksilver over from doesn't X Men First his, Class in his reality. He doesn't uh, from the have Fox Sister Wanda X Men movies. That's who oh, well, she brought okay, over. she's not 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 the, the Quicksilver that we saw in Age of Ultron, but. A very, very different Quicksilver. Okay. Um, yes, he does. She's just in... Well, she's in... I think it's in X-Men First Class. Okay. You see her in... Um, in their house and they're watching like the Cuban missile crisis events on TV. And she's sitting in, right. in Pietro's lap. Um, but no, she is not the, she's not the Scarlet witch at that moment. She's just a little girl. Um, got it. So yeah, she Wanda and you, you hear her name, you hear her get called Wanda. Um, in those movies, so she is she is in those movies, but the Scarlet. I guess if you want to be technical, Wanda's in the movies. The Scarlet Witch is not. 
So yeah, we get a reveal that, a and he's a mute, the mutant universe. World. I mean, and mutant, it is not the one we. This expected. is this is it. Not in the least. At, mutants have we now. Have a I mean, this is our first entirely mutant other universe, and we were wondering our, how the, those the universes were going to cross and join yeah. up. Officials, real mutant. In the MCU. Yeah, it's um I mean it's exciting. That they mm-hmm. had they had they had teased this reveal mm-hmm. as being on par with Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian. And yes, was it huge? Massive. You know Absolutely. what I was thinking I though? I was stunned and surprised and happy all at the same time. Do I put it on the Luke Skywalker level? No. Well, does that mean another reveal because this coming? is it's first class, but maybe the thing about it is because you know they had this is you got to think about they had been first class X Men maybe right? that was just one and of the cameos. If but this anyway, is after what, what were you thinking? Say, what were you thinking? Most of their adventures, Quicksilver was a was a is on the good guys is a is a part of the X Men right in those movies in first class. Hmm. Okay. Um, which is another actually interesting thing. Deadpool three is set in the MCU. Um, but aside from that, uh, um, yes. In f- the interesting yes. In part fact, about that is that if it's the Quicksilver that has um, that has already is part of the X Men. Remember, he's now missing from their world too. Yes, it is. So, this may not be the end of first class crossover cameos. This actually may just be the beginning because you're going to tell me that the X-Men aren't going to come after one of their own through whatever fucking universe they got to go through. You think that Xavier is not going to be able to find him? Well, I was about to, I was about yeah. to say, the what's the other side of that coin? The other side of that coin is, if that's our Quicksilver, Hugh Jackman's our Wolverine. You know, right. Xavier is Patrick Stewart, um, or James McAvoy, depending on what timeline it is. But um, you know, um, and they Michael just, Fassbender I mean, there it is. is and Magneto. now, like, and here's the other thing about like, what that's I was thinking: exciting. Vision and the Mind Stone. There it was also gives speculation. you perfect oh, are these reason. People going to be say, recast? I don't are we know. Get new, Doctor Strange too. Are we going to get new uh, mutants to... to get the fucking mind? He, you know, uh, problems that arose from her po- taking the mind stone completely out of a timeline and not returning it because they say in Endgame doing that damns an entire. I mean, it, it damns an entire timeline. It destroys it. Well, she, but she said the, I thought she did because she said she, because he told her the well, plan. Well, I mean, she was talking and, about and the time she, stone she was basically because said, you take Dr. Strange stone. needed the time she stone to say specifically stop the time stone, she said infinity in his stone. movie. So I don't know if she meant all, all the stones, but yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I, 
right? So anyhow, I'm not sure what she meant, but I mean, you can't tell well, me yeah, that that wouldn't be in the, the realm of something that uh, Strange has to deal the, with. The time stone was the one she so knocked out of the middle. That's kind of that's thing. where I'm like, and then you can also see if there's a huge. You can see where the Spider-Man are going to come from, and I mean, this whole anomaly may have just left a permanent. Oh rip no, it 100% would be in the multiverse. Oh god. Anyway, so MCU has officially crossed. It has now opened that the fucking multiverse door it 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 has been teasing that it was going to it has been reported that we are going to go down that route it has done a lot of things to say that this is the direction we were going to go but it's it's here it's arrived it has gone it's not speculation it is it has crossed over to that line and mcu is now a much bigger place Yes, it's very I don't know exciting. how they couldn't. And if anybody had doubts about WandaVision, I think these latest episodes, if they haven't erased your doubts, they should have at least eased them to some extent because we're, we're dealing with something special. Which, I mean, they said, they stated, this show is going to be setting up right. uh, the, and... the phase four of the MCU. So... I mean, we, we're we seeing some incredibly exciting stuff. Um, I mean, supremely exciting stuff. I, I mean, if you're, if you're having doubts about this show, take our word for it because we have no problems trashing stuff. I was, I was watching this show the same as everybody else being like, what the fuck is going on? But then when they showed us and told us what the fuck was going on, I'm like, holy fuck, this is bigger than what we thought it was going to be. This is massive. Um, it's I, You got to watch the show. Watch the show. It's like, a, it's like Twilight Zone X-Files tone in reality. It's not the sitcom that they're showing you. It's a Twilight Zone X-Files with a snapped, super-powered human being uh, pulling the, the strings. Um, you got to watch it. It's a must watch. It's yes. an absolute must watch. And especially if you want to watch the, it's really cool. The next phase of movies wait and be informed to see where I mean, they fully go with this, because this is the bridge. This is, is the launching is point. This is the catapult. I mean, this is what is kicking I, it off. Yeah. So yeah, it's man, man, oh man. Well, oh man. fuck where, I mean, God, I can't even begin to, exp- uh, to describe, where where it could go i mean because there's so many possibilities with so many movies i it can literally go it could literally go anywhere and i think it will be going right a lot of places um it will absolutely be going a lot of places. There's no doubt in my mind that it is going um, to be going a lot of places. 
Um, well, it, it any fucking some very any movie places. any movie that has been um, in the MCU or any of those kind of things probably is is now at the moment. fair game or um, any I mean not any Marvel character that they've used but is I mean, now in the crap, fucking dude, just, it's just what it's a, fair game they can they can. Right, and I can't. I yeah. There's just a lot of characters that are that for the that they yeah, can for the most part have they, access they to have now. I mean, it even gives the, you a chance to. I hate it's weird to say, but you could even freaking reuse uh, uh, Chris Evans as freaking uh, what's his name Storm. Oh, really? Oh, yes. No, I, I forgot about that. Well, but the, so there's another right. rumor that yes, I'm not I sure am. we've covered we, on the We show know this. Yet. The rumor that Chris Evans is returning to the MCU to play Cap. I know. What the fuck is Did wrong? Did you forget about that? But, dude, uh, no, about dude. I, yeah, that's right. We, we were that's texting right. you, that's stoner cra- fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he could. He could completely just return as uh, freaking... <laughs> Johnny you St- smoked away Chris Evans news. Jesus Christ. Uh, what's his name? Johnny Storm? Yes. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. You're about to say right. Johnny Blaze because it makes sense to say Johnny Blaze. But uh, yes, Johnny Storm is who he could return as. That I mean, I think he at one time expressed interest in doing that, in being in reprising that role. But, um, I mean, I don't, I don't see that happening. But I mean, who knows? Stranger, stranger shit's definitely happened. So, um, I mean, but yeah, dude, they 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 took this wandavision show that everybody said oh it looks weird it looks goofy it looks dumb and they're doing something really special with it and you're going to be doing yourself missed, a disservice to it. not yeah watch and you it. can't because um, a, because i guarantee you after this time, last episode word is spread well, and those who were doubting like it are mentioned are hopping back, back into we've it. talked about because it. how I mean, are they, they knew they knew they knew into the they knew into the mcu they have the ability now they bought fox or that portion of Fox. Um, it's just a matter of time before they do it. And then we've heard these little, this and rumors and Wanda was such a perfect character. Um, for, she's a perfect character for say, uh, uh, the crossover or bringing them in because she's supposed to be a mutant. Um, Exactly, and we get to explore that. We get yes. to explore yes. that and start She's going into this, uh, and just knowing Deadpool through Hydra experiments with an Infinity Stone. Just like she is the child cake. of Magneto. Her, hmm. yeah. Oh. Well. 
Well, I mean, but here's 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 something interesting. This Quicksilver that came onto the show, right? He because is he the son of Magneto. Recognizes her as they his, established his that in those movies. So he is, is it... Magneto's son, and Wanda is his daughter, right? So is she blending worlds? And thus, like, they can also say uh, that is she is still on? the son of say it's Magneto. It's awesome. It's fun. It's fun, guys. Because fun. they said her parents are dead, though. But yes, which they can get away universe, with because they only Magneto ever showed maybe. her as a little girl. So she could have potentially grown up to be that. Um, right. And Exactly. Right. But maybe it the, lived in Sokovia <gasps> and never, never went to the, went to America. Mm-hmm. Never, never had his, his ex gene activated. By, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on that boat, you know, and, and by result, they had a different mother in the MCU. I mean, come on folks, come on. And that who's to say the Mind Stone isn't the thing that activated. I mean, they've the already done the Terrigen I mean, Mist, and everybody, there's, everybody there's a lot already, of places. I know that, you're on that, that boat because you're, uh, you have you're you're a you're a giant people X-Man that X-Man are fan, and they have to handle it <sighs> somewhere. The, and I mean, this is probably how they're the going Terrigen to handle Mist it. Felt like a, just a, a kind of a ripoff of the X Gene, okay, and. I don't remember when I think it was the eighties that they introduced the inhumans or whatever and and the Terrigen mist and And so it was a whole lot of people saying, Well, people that are Terrigen mist survivors or whatever or mutants are there's just mutants. Uh, well, except that it's not yeah, the X gene, you know, 80s, mutants are X gene. Late seventies, early eighties, maybe even mid eighties. And I'm just always on the same, been on the same boat. Is my my honest conspiracy theorist head says, well, why not just Apocalypse was the first ever person to have you know be mutated by Terrigen Mist, and thus, and then he goes through and his ability is to wake the dormant X gene because that's what it did to him, and then he just starts making mutants. Why not do it? Uh, that's me. Why not do it? It's easy. Boom. Done. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. But the yeah. Like mutants. Mutants. MCU. Uh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not indeed? Why not indeed? Why not indeed? Do you think Nightcrawler might be used to get... Oh, like, do you, do you man, think Nightcrawler man can, alive. I know he can phase um, dimensionally, but do you think... Well, they're here. Like, I mean, At least one like, of them, how... and Deadpool as well. Do you think he'll so, be? A, I mean, they're do you here. Think he could they're go? here. So, you think he could be like Cisco? Can he? Can he? Universe jump? I've never. I've. I've. I don't know. Nightcrawler I mean, I don't enough, know. You know. I don't know. I don't know. He's. He's in those movies, so I yeah. mean. It's very possible. Yeah, but I think they they addressed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but here's yeah. so here's the other thing. X Men Origins Wolverine wall all the time. has has the shitty version <laughs> of the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. 
which you saw right? him, ki- which you saw him it's, kill in Deadpool too. Uh, um, yeah, and we see him kill Ryan Reynolds reading the Green Lantern script. So you know, I mean, Toby. Oh wait, sorry. Yes, uh, dude. And, I all we can Toby. do is sit back and watch and enjoy the ride because I my mean, Toby, dude. If Wandavision is an indication of what we can mm-hmm. expect, then we've got quite the ride this coming because Wandavision is going to end, and, and then guess what? Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to start. Uh, yes, Ooh. potentially, and then maybe Daredevil. Charlie Cox has supposedly I like it. filmed. I think you're uh, that would for make this a lot next of Spider-Man movie. I like that. Oh, good thinking. Uh, no, I imagine the name is going to have a spoiler in it. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Or do you think maybe they're going to do... Yeah. You want, I mean, well, that's had, just... I mean, they've had Spider-Man Homecoming. Not, you know, obviously nothing... Spider-Man Far From concrete Home. Or solid in that. So, and thanks just to the meme that, that the, I saw the, out there that gave The title this. might be somewhat spoilery. But you, so what about Spider-Man Home Alone? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, with it, he can have the sl- the 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 BB gun and the, you know and Norm, um, yeah and the blowtorch and he's just he booby traps New I York. Mean, I've heard worse names. <laughs> I, I've heard worse titles for sure. Six. So I would be behind that. But um... you think something like this, the blowtorch? Well, right. Well, you got uh, Jamie Foxx is back. You got Doc Ock back. You got. I mean, that's why I think, I think they I haven't heard, named is it. it. Is, uh, is um, Keaton back as the Vulture? The title might. The title might have something to do with the Sinister Six. That's just well, guess, you know what but... I mean. I don't know. I think like I think he's in this movie though. I think he. I think they got all. Uh, from what I kept hearing, is I keep hearing all uh, all the names uh, of. All these uh, I'm not sure Keaton ever left as the vulture. On to this new movie, um, I just didn't. I don't know about Keaton, and but we also got the Scorpion at the end of Homecoming. We had that cameo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you already got i mean you have the scorpion you have the vulture you have doc ock you have electro well yeah but he was in um, he was in homecoming anyways he I've was heard uh, rumors doing the arm steel on the staten island um, ferry then the from uh the amazed garfield's uh green goblin harry jr not william defoe um and not not uh, not uh, what's pineapple stoner? Um, oh, um, uh, blah 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 blah. Holy yeah, fuck! Why yeah, are we yeah. bling- William? Oh oh, um, that not William Defoe, but um, who? Oh god, why can't I remember the guy's name? Oh, the Green Goblin and from, from the right Amazing now. Spider-Man Two. Oh um, uh, yeah, I like, hadn't I heard that. Any of but I would, right I would prefer it not William Defoe is the only one I can remember. I would prefer uh, one played, of the other who ones. Who played uh, um, Harry Osborne? 
the the one what from was the his amazing, name? Squinty the Kid. The one from the Amazing uh, Spider-Man. Um, Fal- Why do I want to say Falco? It's uh, James James Falco. That's it. Oh fuck. no! I think he quit um, acting and got in like two more doctorate degrees or something like that. And no, that's right. That's uh, James Falco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him in anything oh, in a long time. I, heard, I remember reading about that guy in the paper. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no. He was in okay. that. Uh, he was in that rock climbing movie where the guy got stuck and had to saw off his own arm with a Leatherman. Um, that's the last movie I can. Yeah. Do you remember reading about that guy? Remember him, remember him being in, um, like I couldn't, I, it's like, I read it and he's like, and he's like, I just, I was stuck. And I, yeah, I haven't seen him in anything I mean, in a very long I could time. I could have died or I could do that. Um, and I was thinking, Oh God, I don't know if I could. Yes. I mean, yes, that is, um. Yeah. I don't want to... It's like there's some things you don't want to think about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, the literal... The literal... <laughs> oh, he did could you imagine that? No, I don't want to imagine out, it. Don't imagine it. I imagine arm. that would um, be painful. Oh. And then, yeah. And then... And then tourniquet it so he didn't... Mm-hmm. So he didn't bleed out. Pretty amazing, um, yeah. Seriously. Very, very amazing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's all of that stuff is like yeah, I think you're no, right about I mean, the but the depths that uh, somehow it's depths it's that a spoiler. Can go to to but I really do think incredible. I mean that's four villains potentially with a green goblin and uh, let's see. Who's generally what who do they generally have in the Sinister Six? You have general Craven would be the other. Mm-hmm. Mm, oh, right. Oh, end of in the Sinister Six. Amazing Spider-Man Two. Craven the is Rhino one of them. Costume and all uh, of those Doc Ock, up in the Vulture. I mean, it depends. Up in I mean, the, we've seen versions of it with Rhino, the, the guy playing um, the Goblin. Was it in the Goblin? We've seen versions. Yeah. Uh, well, Harry Osborn Goblin. Goblin, but he had yeah. There was you saw the rhino and a couple other suits. You could if you brought him. I mean, if he comes in as the Green Goblin and yeah, yeah, then yeah. you could have the rhino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already. The Harry, the Harry Osborn uh, Goblin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, I think I actually heard he's back too. Actually, now that you mention it, the what's his name that play uh, Ed? Uh, is it Ed? Uh, the guy that played Sandman. I mean, and I think I think there's iterations that have Sandman in there. I think there's wings. iterations that have um, Mr. Sinister. Lloyd. Oh, God. I know the actor. I've seen him in a million movies. He's, yes, right. Wings. Um, I mean, he was in Tombstone. Yeah, Stones, right, right, there you go. I gave you a train yeah, wreck just, I don't uh, or just a moment name. to say, well, oh, Off fuck. Hand. Unfortunately, um, Thomas Hayden Church. But uh, oh, I mean, shit. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. been. I mean, yeah. oh, God, he's been around for a long time. 
lots of different roles. But I think I've yeah yeah perfect but, uh, for the, he was perfect for the yes thank role. you he did such a, he was yes, perfect he's an incredible actor i was so happy um, with that casting Mm-hmm. very long time very long time yes <laughs> i heard he was back oh though. yeah i, I would he say was he was definitely the um, he was definitely I, the best thing about that movie um that that movie is notoriously panned, but for good reason. Yeah. Um, that or I'll Google it and <laughs> at some point. Yeah. But not right. But not right now, because uh, I can't just... remember if I heard. I might have heard that once upon a time. We would have to go back and listen to our own episodes to to see if we could figure that out. But I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we. This is my time. I'm gonna shine. Totally do the Google like a machine, but, um, I'm like I know. A I know that Spider-Man is the one you're looking shine. forward to the most, and what they're doing with the X-Men is right <laughs> up there with it. So, um, all right. I mean, this is your time. This is your time. Right. At, that's that's where we can leave it, guys. So you guys go out there this week, and uh, we'll oh, we'll catch shit. you here real right. soon. Next I week, mean, hopefully, with I, another. I can't think of a better another, way to end the show uh, than with. Uh, I hope with Wanda your, your time Vision gives us another just fucking right there, mind blowing right. episode because I I feel like from here on out, guys, we're gonna be really getting into heavy. How many episodes did they say it's going? Is it an eight or twelve? Eight to ten. Okay, so we're getting right into the meat of everything. So I really. I felt ashamed to give you guys a story that was just going to be us saying, touting and saying, oh, they did a great job doing that style, I, this but is not really know what's ten. going on. I think it might now be we ten. know what's going on, I feel like... Yeah. Oh, this is an interesting looking show. Like, I see what they're doing here. There's we something just had, weird going. Yeah, on. we, we had some wonderful we visuals, some great story, but complete. I mean, as in weird the dark as that sounds, what, we didn't have what was going all we on had where was speculation, going. And as much fun now as we, we have some we'd like to have something now solid the underneath that speculation is on because we actually we didn't have, have some meat. And we just did actual something back behind it, and oh, we're in for it. We're in for a treat. I just feel like this. We're in for so much bigger stuff. Yep. Oh, it's their diamond. A hundred percent. They're they're this this show yeah. is going to be bigger than I think anybody except the people who made it knew. That's my thought, is that this show is going to be huge in a lot of different ways and I hope the Quicksilver reveal was only the MCU's has changed forever. There's, a, I mean, there's a reason WandaVision is is leading the the lineup here. There's a reason for that, and we Seriously. saw one of those reasons on this week's episode. And so we'll start getting into weekly reviews because I think mm-hmm. we'll have stuff to actually talk about. It is, it is, it is. Yeah, but yeah. we'll, we'll yeah, definitely have was, stuff it, to talk I'm, about. I'm. I'm um, infinitely happy with here. our decision instead to come of, like at I said, you guys at this just point speculating in time because I feel like we, we had been doing that amongst value. ourselves before, and then we were like, "Oh man, oh, it would have been fun, but it oh, would have been." We had no idea what we were talking. Value, and here we are, guys. We're get we're getting into something that's the MCU's changed forever. 
it's it's it has. It does pop, you know, it pops up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also let's just let's just keep it one hundred with these folks. We did have some real life stuff going on too that kind of kind of prevented us from especially from for on. the length we like to give you guys. At least, at least I did my. You know, my wife is is a working nurse now, and she works every other weekend, we'll and so it's just me with the kid. And we'll so see it's, you guys it's, next it's week. more challenging so to find time to sit down and record. Um. MTV yeah, but now GGs. that we're now that we have something okay. to talk about solidly again, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back to weekly. All right. Okay. Well. All right. This is Buddy and Guy. Yes, go and be diamonds, you MTV jeers. That's right, MTV GOGs. What? Okay. Um. We'll we'll see you, dickheads, next week. <laughs>